girls, I'm cooking dinner, not very well, and I thought I'd introduce this podcast, as I do. Um, Mummy's in there with you, doing homework with you and all that sort of stuff. Uh, And you are, what, 12 and 14 at the moment, years of age. Uh, Back when you were three and five, or maybe even two and four, I used to tell you talk stories. Uh, That was your term for them. You called them talk stories because I was making them up. Uh, And uh, the other sort of stories that you had were the stories that either Mummy or I would read. Actually, Mummy would do most of the reading. Uh, You wouldn't let me read stories. Uh, I had to make them up. It was our little tradition. Now, I need to give you both names right now because I'm speaking this into the internet and I don't use real names on the internet. I don't use my real name and I don't use your real name. So, uh, I'm Charlie writing this book or speaking this book. It's kind of like oral, an oral tradition, isn't it? And, uh, and I'll give you two kids names as well. The older one, I'll call you Scarlet one of the names we were considering for you before you were born. And the other one I'll call Harley, because you like that character Harley Quinn, you know, who I don't like, by the way. Right. Now, these talk stories, they were set on Hamilton Island, and the stories ended up... You called, you called the uh, series of stories The Island Kids. Now, it was sacrilege back then, the very idea of me ever speaking these stories to anybody or writing them down or anything was sacrilege. You wouldn't let me do it. You made me swear never to do any such thing. But you are now older now. You're 12 and 14. And one of you, that's uh, you, Harley, um, has asked me to speak the old stories into something and that something is podcasts because I've worked out how to do podcasts now um uh, I had talk stories for Alex later he's a he's younger Uh uh-oh ah what the hell from uh he got old enough to understand them and his was a series of talk stories called Faust about a, a, a man called Faust, a young man called Faust, who lived in the Australian bush. He built a house in the Australian bush, deep in the bush, and surrounded himself with books. There were books in every room, except in the smallest room of the house. And uh, his mother was an adventurer. Your stories uh, were about the island kids on... Hamilton Island. Now, I need to find a way of winding us back into those stories. And the way I've just decided, I, well, I, I decided this earlier, uh, uh, the way I'll get back to, back into those talk stories is I will imagine that Oceana, Ocean, is a uh, hundred and something years old and living in a nursing home. 
a long, long time into the future. That's right. As long as it's not mine, eh? <laughs> uh, anyway, you can't go like that. It's disrespectful. It's all I've got. Well, surely you've got something dark. I've got a pair of black pyjamas. No, Dennis. The car will be here any minute. What car? From a funeral company. Not the hers. I'm not going in the hers. And her name is Ocean. And she's in a nursing home. And she's very, very old. And she's very popular in a nursing home. But she's there. And um, she, tells the, she tells the staff all sorts of stories. And, um, and they love her for it. Yeah. And she's got a family and all that sort of thing. She's got children who come and visit her. And grandchildren. And even great-grandchildren. Uh, and she, you know, she's happy enough. Um, and she tells them stories, this is the staff, she tells them stories of when she was very, very little, when she lived in an orphanage in America. She's, an, she's actually American, but she, does, she hardly remembers America. She ended up in Australia. And she says, my story uh, was a little bit like Annie's in the, uh, in the musical called Annie where she was an orphan um, and she uh, she didn't end up in a rich mansion with, you know, um, someone like Daddy Warbucks. She threw for, she ended up on a beautiful island in Australia called Hamilton Island. And as to how she got there, that's a whole other story which I'll tell another day when I'm right into this series. Uh, but for now, she's an old, old lady, and she was young once, and when she was young, she used to live on Hamilton Island. She was adopted by the island, essentially. But right now, she's joking around with the staff. And she, lately, she's been leaving notes to herself, reminding herself to breathe. That's kind of her joke you know with the staff so she she makes little notes and she um she says breathe you know and she says that's my reminder to breathe because if i don't remember to do that then i'll be dead (laughs) 
and they all thought that was very ocean, you know, very hilarious. Um, but then, one day, she announced to the staff that she'd forgotten how to read. Oh, that brought the house down, you know. Um, and she, uh, and they kind of got it, the staff, some of the staff got it, the smart ones. And, um, but then, the very next morning, when they went round to do the bed checks, they discovered that she hadn't been joking. Ocean, can you hear us, you know? And all this sort of thing, but no response. But she was sort of ignoring all that. And Ocean was now, um, you know, sitting in her lounge room, waiting for the doorbell. And then suddenly the doorbell went. And it was the taxi, a maxi taxi. She always took a maxi taxi. That was... You don't go to Hamilton Island in a normal taxi. You always book a maxi taxi. And she rushed around, made sure all the lights were off and made sure she turned the heaters off and all that sort of thing and took a deep breath and went to the front door and picked up her suitcase and her carry-on and her iPad. She always took her iPad and went outside and hopped in the taxi taxi driver was very nice, um, put her bags in the back, and uh, there's a little ramp that comes down in those maxi taxis, and he thought it was a bit funny that she wanted to put one suitcase in the back, but she did, you know, because that's the way she used to do it. So he let down the ramp, and it's on a little hydraulic thing, and she put her suitcase on the rack, and up it went, and he climbed up there and put it in, you know. And then she hopped in the middle sec- the middle section of the taxi taxi and off to the airport they went. She went past the shops, onto the freeway and off to the airport. And she was flying Qantas, of course. Okay, so, oh, and now check in luggage. An hour later she was sitting in the aeroplane and then the aeroplane took off and it went plunging through the clouds. She loved that memory. She hadn't been on an aeroplane for a long time, but she was on an aeroplane now and she was flying to Hamilton Island and she couldn't believe it. It was just wonderful. And she had a little giggle to herself because um, she remembered when she was young and the very first time she went to Hamilton Island, she had gone through the clouds then too. Um... And when she had landed, and she must have been only three or four, and when she had landed, it was a clear day in far north Queensland, which it often is. Uh, It's not in the rainy season. And when she landed, it was a clear blue sky. So she didn't come back through the clouds. So she had taken off through the clouds, and she'd left from, you know, wherever she'd left from uh, and uh, and she had come down and in her mind logically Hamilton Island therefore must have been higher than the clouds because she was so young and you know how was she supposed to guess that the earth was a basketball you know and why wouldn't it be lots of lands 
sort of floating in the sky, you know, an island in the sky. That was just as logical as the earth being a basketball such that you could walk around the other side and not fall off. That's ludicrous, you know. So as far as she was as a young child, Hamilton Island was an island in the sky. And she always loved that thought. And right now she loved that thought too. And she said to herself, you know what? I'm going to be like I was when I was young and it is an island in the sky. That's how I'm imagining it right now. I'm off to an island in the sky. Just for a joke, you know, she wanted to think like that. All right, so she was in the, she was up in the sky now and, you know, seatbelt lights off, you know. And, but please leave your seatbelt on just in case of turbulence. And she could see the flight attendants fussing about at the front and starting to come down the aisle with the trolley. And she was so, she was excited in a calm way because it was all so amazingly normal. Um, And, uh, you know, this is like the most comfortable feeling in the world for her being back in the aeroplane, heading off to Hamilton Island, all back to normal, back the same way. She was just thinking, this is nice. I'm back in the aeroplane and I'm off on another holiday. Um, She had actually lived in Hamilton Island when she was young, but you know, well, she thought, maybe I'm going back there to live down. She wasn't thinking things through very strongly. She was vaguely thinking about all these things and and that was fine by her. So, she was just enjoying the moment and not thinking too hard about it. She settled back and took out her iPad and started playing. She had lots of games she loved to play. And right at that moment, she said to herself, I am truly happy. She put the visor down on the window because the sun was coming straight through and she couldn't see the screen. Um, And that was that. She settled in for the flight. Pretty subtle, eh? Aeroplane landing. We're in Hamilton Island. And when you're in Queensland, you have to say A at the end of every sentence. A. (laughs) All right. On to the next episode, eh?